He has joined us many times by phone. It is great to see him in person. Kevin Keats, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Well, you know what? It's always a pleasure to be on here. I'm doing well, and I'm excited because I, I know that you're going to have a, another prediction as you've done the last three <laughs> years with me, and um, we're going to stick with that. Coach, could you imagine we'd be taking over the world? If it was as simple as me saying, Coach Keats' Seahawks are going to win this or that, or Coach Keats's Wolfback is going to win this or that. You and I would make a lot of money at the betting window in Las Vegas if it were that simple. I just want you to know, just for the record, I've made you look good for three years now. That's true. <laughs> Let's get right to the bottom line. I can write or say whatever I want. You and your basketball teams have to connect the dots. It, it looks like you have another good team, but before we even get to that, I admired the heck out of what you did in a general sense. I know the answer, but share with the citizens of North Carolina, why did you feel personally compelled to react to the aftermath of Hurricane Florence? I well, mean, you're not a native North Carolinian, but, man, I, I saw an event where you pulled out a, a blank check, and I loved your quote. I asked two higher authorities, my wife and the compliance department, if this was okay. And you offered to match whatever people in the room donated to Hurricane Florence Relief. Why was that so important to you? Well, that was a little separate. That, that check was I was speaking at um, North Carolina Central okay. tip-off, and that was more to help run, raise money for, Central. Uh, for Lavelle Moten and his program to advance the I'm program. I'm mixing two stories. Okay. But, but that's okay. You know, listen, I think it's our duty to, to be able to help others that are struggling. Uh, no, no matter what in life, we're all going to go through something, and, and we all would hope that somebody would step up and lend a helping hand. Uh, and so I, I don't ask for credit. I, I just want people to, you know, if, if you saw the pictures, and, you know, I, I think back to my days at Wilmington, and I talked to so many of the, the friends that I developed there and, you know, their stories and what was going on. I think that's the least that we can do to be able to try to help. And so it meant so much to me um, to reach out to our colleagues and so many responses and guys were sending stuff in. And I thought that was important. And, I, I you know, I, I'd do it again. I'd do it 100 times if I could. When I saw that photo, Coach, of what was I-40 on its way to Wilmington. And it was an aerial photo with trees on the left, trees on the right, and nothing but water in between. And it turned out that that's, the water was so high you couldn't even see the tops of the traffic signs telling you for an exit or whatever. Of course, you're a North Carolinian now. You represent the Wolfpack always. But when somebody else saw the photos of what happened in Wilmington, it might be a sad moment. You probably knew all of those places yeah. in Wilmington because of those years with the Seahawks, and that makes it hit home harder. Yeah, I, I didn't recognize some of the places. Uh, it, it was tough. Um, you know, I've, I've driven that I-40 a million times going back and forth from Raleigh, you know, to Wilmington. And when I saw it, I, I thought the picture was fake. Yeah. Uh, I, I just didn't believe Photoshop it. Photoshop or something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it, that place is always going to be special to me. Uh, but, you know, even that being said, the, the state of North Carolina, if it was Virginia or if it was Texas or if it was anywhere else, I think, you know, anytime you can help, you should. I hope you like this question. When I think of the teams that have the most intriguing freshmen, it starts with Duke for the obvious reasons. When I think of the teams with the most intriguing veteran returnees, I think of UVA and UNC for the obvious reasons. But when I think of the team with the most interesting group of eligible transfers, so some grad transfers, some traditional transfers, some junior college transfers, I actually do a list of the top ten incoming ACC blank. 
and on my list of the top 10 incoming ACC transfers, five of your guys are in the top 10. Have I lost my mind, or are you building your rotation around at least five, maybe even more of those new guys? Well, I made it, David, you notice I made it easy for you because I got all the transfers in the whole league. <laughs> just so you know. You know, C.J. Bryce of UNCW, right? Yeah. But also the big guy Wyatt Walker is going to play for you, and the athletic big guy D.J. Funderburk via Ohio State in the junior college ranks, and others. I mean, Devin Daniels of Utah. Holy cow, man. I mean, it, it can't be easy to microwave a basketball team, but tell us about uh, these transfers of all varieties. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was it's a tough situation, and you know, obviously, I wanted to build a program, and you know, right now uh, for us, you know, I I recruited three really good newcomers to come in, but I needed a foundation. Um, three of those guys that you're talking about set out for us last right. year. C.J. Bryce, who played for me at Wilmington, um, you know, was a really good player. as a sophomore, averaged almost 18 points a game. Um, he's going to be a really good player for us at NC State. Uh, Devin Daniels from Utah uh, played as a freshman, averaged almost 10 points a game. Uh, he's a slasher, can get to the rim, can get to the free throw line, has a chance to be a really good player. And then I took Blake Harris who went to Missouri for a semester. Uh, he's from Chapel Hill and he came back home and, and had the chance to uh, play here in front of his parents and I thought that was important so he'll be good and then I've got a young man um, uh, who transferred from Kentucky um, Sasha who's going to be really good. He was a McDonald's All-American from Chapel Hill. No, he can't play this he year. He can't right? play this year yeah. um, but but he's going to be good for us and then we took DJ Funderburg uh, who was arguably the number one Juco player in the country uh, You know who had went to Ohio State and then ended up going to Junior college and he's back so we do have a lot of new faces on three of them who were able to practice with us last year is that by design coach because we see the numbers of transfers out and in more and more they're growing every year you'd be crazy to not at least pay attention to the transfer circuit because you know poor Danny Manning is was with us today and he lost nine different guys in one year I mean some of them the usual graduating senior but most of them either the guy leaving early sometimes unexpectedly sometimes not even for the NBA but somewhere else in the world and then guys either looking for playing time or otherwise unhappy uh, if there's outgoing transfers there's got to be incoming transfers and it looks like you're tapping that pipeline as well as anybody yeah when you look at uh, you look at our roster David we lost um, six guys from last year we had four guys who were legitimate either seniors or graduates and then um, LeVar Batch ended up transferring to, to Asheville and then Amir, Amir York 7 ended up going to Georgetown and so I didn't want to bring in six freshmen to have a chance to play right away that's not a good formula so you know we already had three guys that you know we had already in our program but I wanted to go with the grad transfers guys who had already graduated and I want you to think about this um uh, Wyatt Walker who's a graduate has two years to play uh Eric Lockett ended up transferring from FIU he's got a year to play and so we wanted to be a little bit different as we move forward as a program uh I want more freshmen to come in the program but right now this year that was important for us to have those guys a little bit older NC State coach Kevin Keats is joining us in three years at UNC Wilmington how about this three regular season titles and two NCAA tournament trips. Last year at State, 21 wins, 11-7 and seven in conference play. That was third best in the conference, and of course they played in the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, Kevin Keats's Wolfpack did. Um, looking forward to what is a brutally difficult conference, um, what are your thoughts about 
where you set the bar, how you describe your goals with your players, because as, as promising as your roster is, you know the deal. You look around at other coaches, and there's a lot of good ones. You look around at other rosters, and there's a lot of good ones. Well, it's scary. Uh, when you when you think about it, you know, somebody asked me, what do you think you're going to be picked at? And I said, we're probably going to be 10, 11, 12. And I said, we deserve to be that because everybody's got, you know, a bunch of players back, a bunch of veterans get back. Uh, it, this league is this league is tough. Uh, you know, it's the best league in college basketball. Um, you know, we got the best programs. You got the best players. You got the best coaches. And so you can never look at your schedule and say, man, I'm going to get a win here right. because it just doesn't happen that way. And, you know, we're one of the – if you look at us, we, we're one of the guys who have the newest roster, um, obviously, in the ACC. And so we got a lot of work ahead of ourselves just to catch up. My biggest struggle is that I don't have game experience with these guys. I've got three guys now, two because of Braxton Beverly, that have actually played in the NC State uniform. And so i got to figure out how to bring them along quickly. Last thing for Kevin Keats. During your time here in Charlotte at Operation Basketball, not just you, but a lot of guys were intrigued by the verdict in New York City Mm -hmm. in the FBI-related trial. I think everybody knows NC State's place in that eyewitness testimony traces to prior to your arrival. I think almost all of our listeners statewide understand that. But as the current head coach of the Wolfpack, John Swafford, ACC commissioner, said earlier today, not only do I think that the NCAA will take action based on these uh, criminal trials, John Swafford said, I think there should be action, at least if you can back up the truth. Uh, And unfortunately for NC State, a former Wolfpack assistant is, is dealing with some severe allegations, channeling money to the family of a recruit. What was your reaction to the verdict today, and, and what is your approach more generally to whatever the fallout might be? Well, David, I just found out the verdict, and uh, I don't really have a reaction to it. Um, a lot of that stuff predated my staff and I. Obviously, yeah, I've said this. I've got a new program, a new system. Um, you know, we will deal with any of the allegations as a, a program uh, when the time is right. But uh, I've just kind of focused on our guys and the new guys. Um, you know, when you look at our roster, the only guys who were around even to be with the old staff would be Torin Doran, who transferred in, and Markel Johnson. So it really doesn't affect our new guys. And the good news is it's not going to affect this season. And it looks like a promising one once again. Kevin Keats, thanks for always joining us by phone, and it's great to see you in person here on the David Glenn Show. Thanks, David. You got it.